Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we're hoping that you'll say to yourself, Well, daggum, I learned something tonight, or today, or in another realm. I don't know, uh, whenever you're listening to this, or wherever you're listening to this, uh, whatever country that might be in, or whatnot. Uh, big shout out to everyone who's been subscribing and linking up. Um, was checking my uh, Pinecast app or my Pinecast page that I go through. Uh, if you want to look that up, there's a lot of extra stuff there uh, where I actually put the podcast through. Uh, it shows I have 100 subscribers. Uh, hit that big 100, the double goose egg. No, no that's not a... I don't think that's a real thing. Uh, but anyway, I hit 100 subscribers, and I'm very thankful to everyone out there who's subscribing and uh, what I can only assume is enjoying the content that they want to have it downloaded uh, as soon as I put it out. So thanks for your patronage, folks. Uh, thanks for being a part of uh, this little fun thing that I do. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, hit me up on all the social meds of Twitter and of Facebook and of Instagram, at WellDagumPod, W-E-L-L-D-A-G-U-M-P-O-D. Uh, hit me up on any of those social medias, uh, leave comments, uh, post your feelings, uh, post lies, make stuff up if you want to. Um, any kind of content's fun content for me, so i um, going to try to start posting a little more to the social medias for you guys uh, to give you a little something to get amped up for, for the, the new episodes that are coming out and uh, things of that nature, just to touch base with you guys and uh, get a little more contact going on sharing it out there and getting it out to more folks so that they can be blessed in their ear holes. Um, but yeah, all the, the main things covered there uh, on this episode. Uh, I have my good friend, Zach. How you doing, Zach? Doing pretty good, buddy. Doing pretty good. Awesome. That's good to hear. Um, I hit Zach up. Zach and I have actually talked about this podcast many a times together. Uh, we've been friends for quite some time, kind of family friends, probably even distant relatives uh some sort and point in time but um well we're both from Bourbon creek so probably yeah we're both from our little area back back in the eastern kentucky hills so everybody's related somehow for sure um but yeah zach and i've been friends for a long long time um he used to crash on my couch quite a bit when i lived back that way and uh we took many little trips together on road trips and whatnot and uh, finally got him on the podcast, and Zach has a fun story uh, about a job he once had for a, a pretty short time. We'll, we'll get into that as we get into the story. Uh, I don't think you were in that position for too long. Um, but yeah, Zach, go ahead and start us off with uh, uh, what that job was and uh, what this story led up to. Well, you know, everybody goes through a few jobs that they hated, some more than others. This one was definitely one I was not fond of. Okay. I think I was there, oh, I don't think it could have been more than three months. Yeah, I, I wouldn't so, have been thinking that long, so you're giving yourself some credit. <laughs> so I had just got out of college at the time, had a bachelor's degree, and couldn't find anything to use my degree for, so I got a job at a used tire store. There you go. So, what What better way really? to put a, <laughs> I was going to say four-year degree, but like how, how long were you actually in school for that bachelor's uh 
it was uh, I probably could have had my masters at that point, if okay. not more. I was thinking it took a while. I mean, I still don't have mine, so you know, I, I no shame here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, continue. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Son in Law? Yeah. Uh, I, I, where he kind of where he said I majored in everything for at least half a semester. That's how I felt for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally got it. But anyway, so I'm working this job at the used tire store. My job was to uh, run the front desk, so I would ring people out after they bought their tires. But also, it would get into, there's nothing going on, and you know, here it is in December, and a load of used tires come in soaking wet, so let's get out there and unload those, so we'd get into stuff like that. But Well, now, now I want to bring up an interesting fact here. Now, you say a used tire store. I, I never really yes. thought about it before, and as you say that... They actually took used tires and did they repurpose them? Did they just sell them? Like, oh, this one's not so bad. Okay, so how it worked was they sold new stuff also, but the guy who owned the store, his dad had another business. Um, you know how they have the rubber stuff they put on playgrounds and things? Yeah, the diced up pieces of rubber. Yep. Yeah, so that comes from old tires mostly. So his dad had a business that did that. So when they would come in, and they were actually pretty decent tires. He would buy those off of his dad and sell those if gotcha. they, for the decent tires. Oh, okay. So they okay. had a pretty good uh, tag team business there going that worked out for both of them. Yeah. So when the good ones would come in, we would have to unload them. Most of the time they were covered in water because they'd been sitting out in the rain and stuff. And, you know, that was all good fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Most of the time I was in the front like when people would bring their tires in so this one particular day i had a we had a lady come in and she comes in with i think it was one tire and she wanted one more tire okay so we're like okay well they'll put that on and we'll give you another tire pleasant as can be she was happy as a lark come in there and she come in the office there because it's kind of chilly out so i was talking to her and she starts going on about some nonsense about hey you know that if you get when you buy tires you can put those tires write them off on your taxes and you don't have to pay for them that way I'm like, okay ma'am i don't think that's true but now, go with what you say now this, know that. this accent she was using now is that just every accent that you throw on someone that you deal with that was kind of uh unpleasant uh, or un- unpleasant i guess or is that just a normal accent that uh <laughs> I mean, she pretty much sounded like that. I'm probably making it worse because I didn't like her. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's but, what we like to embellish just yeah, a tad. That's good. I was just checking. Still Kentucky, so yeah, there you, you go. Know. <laughs> but anywho, she, uh, I'm talking to her, and then she's like, this was around the time. Um, it's probably, you know, the election was happening soon, so she was going on about, I guess she wasn't a Trump fan. So she was going on about that, and I, I mean, I don't really, I didn't really care one way or the other. Then I was just like, okay, I'm just trying to work. Yeah, some people don't like him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> trying to keep the peace there. Yeah. That <laughs> was going on, and she uh, kept going on about this and that. They come out and said, "Man, we got your tires done." So, you know, I told her how much they wear, rang her up. She was happy as can be, and she took off out of there. And I thought, okay, that's. That was an interesting interaction. Yeah. 
now if the story stopped there it wouldn't be much of a story right? no I, i'm glad it didn't stop there i was getting kind of worried we're, we're only <laughs> close to the halfway point and i was like well that i'm gonna have to add some to this one but <laughs> oh no so <laughs> a little bit later a car comes just like bolting in there yeah just pulling in the parking lot full speed gets out it's guess who again yeah and she comes in, and she is screaming and cussing, and she's going on, just screaming at me, you all sold me a bad tire. <laughs> and what do you mean, ma'am? I took off out of there, and it was making some crazy noise, and I didn't know what was going on. And so-and-so told me that there's that tire they put on, so I'm coming back, and I want you all to take care of it. And the manager there is like, okay, ma'am, we'll take a look at it. So they look at it and figure out, and he's like, okay, ma'am, one of these tires is bad. It is not the one we sold you, though. Mm. It is the one you bought somewhere else and brought to us. No, it ain't. Okay, ma'am, I know which side we put it on. So they're like, my manager's just like, okay, let's deal with this. Yeah. Go in there inside and wait, ma'am, and uh, we'll take care of it for you. So she comes in there, and she decides it's my fault. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't put on the tires. I just check you out, and she's just going, this and that, cussing me out left and right. Well, see, me to a fly see right. she was talking about how she didn't like Trump, and you didn't agree with her. You didn't disagree, but you just didn't agree with her. So she's like, I'm picking you out, and, and I'm making you. I mean, at that point, I think I even said, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she was just going on, and, like, I'm telling you, she's on, high on something. I don't know what, but yeah. it must have been something pretty intense but she's going on she's like i can't believe you all people do people like this you know and then she's like i hope somebody rapes your mom and your sister and your girlfriend or wife whatever you have (laughs) so they know how it is so that you'll know how it is how you all do people and i said so at this point i'm just smiling real big and i say well ma'am that was unnecessary yeah and because in those situations Yelling back never does much good, I don't think. No. I like to just, you know, make a little smart aleck remark and be very pleasant. That's kind of how I handle situations. Yeah, I've noticed so before. Berserk on me, and finally I'm like, okay, ma'am, I'll go get my manager again. <laughs> and I went back to him, and I'm like, all the boys back there working are cracking up. They're like, you all right back there, buddy? <laughs> This woman is a psychopath. And I'm I mean, <laughs> I mean to, to wish, I've been angry before, and I've been upset, and I've been done wrong before by, by people selling me things, but I don't think I've ever wished that uh, rape and uh, dismay be wished upon <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone that I was close to uh, so that I would feel how a business done me wrong. Um, I get the analogy to an extent, but that, that seems, sorry, I threw out a, to an extent there. Um, but it seems to be, that's a little extreme. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, okay, I get you're upset. Let's, <laughs> let's say we did sell you a bad tire. Maybe come back and say, Hey guys, I think you sold me a bad tire. Could you take care of that? Now, if that situation happened, I mean, these are used tires. Yeah, that, that, that was something we brought up. Nothing. Yeah. I'm sure the manager would have been like, "Let's just take care of this person." You know, let's I give don't them. Think we did this. Let's but. give them another cheap used tire and uh, replace the one that they're then, complaining about. Then they'll come back later on because that was kind of his style. Like, 
he's like, if somebody come in, he'd plug tires for free and stuff. His thought was, you know, you patch a little tire for free, they'll tell their family, their family will come back. Yeah, yeah, more business. Right. But, I mean, she's just coming in and, like, and let's let's say we were just terrible to her. Why you want to wish bad things on my family? <laughs> Why don't wish it on me at least? Yeah, I was just there agreeing with you. I had nothing to do with the interaction except for having a conversation with you. But yeah, that's um, I would say that's pretty extreme. And I mean, we both know I can be quite a smart aleck. Uh, sometimes, is... yeah, I've, I've had that interaction with you before, I believe. This is not a secret, but like in a work environment, you know. I'm, I'm not going to be smarting off to people too much. Well, yeah. Trying to take care of them. Yeah, you just started the job. You're just figuring things out. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, like, I mean, she was just coming in, just absolute crazy woman. Yeah. And so I go to my manager this, and then he's like, oh, okay, I'll take care of it. And he walks out of there, and he says, ma'am, this is, a, this is on us. Just get the f out of here and never come back. <laughs> and she's like, she's still screaming. He's like, leave now, or I'm calling the cops. And she's still going on. He's like, seriously, go now, or I'm calling the cops. So she leaves, and she finally gets out of there. Everything calms down for a second, and they're just those other those guys I'm working with are just coming in there cracking up, and I'm telling them the story. Yeah. And they're just like, are you serious? Yeah, wishing harm on a loved one. That's uh. I mean, not that wishes really go very far, not that, you know, knocking on wood, superstition's not really a big thing um, for most folks, but like, just, I don't know, the gall uh, of someone to to wish that much horribleness uh, on someone. Yeah, it's uh, over a used tire at that. Um, But, you know. A used tire that you could have easily gotten replaced if you just come in there. Hey guys, I really hate to be that person, but I really think that you might have gave me a bad tire. Could you check it out? <laughs> yeah, that's how I handle things. I'm very un, I'm not very controversial. Uh, I don't like confrontation very much. So I, that's the person I would be. I would come in and say, "Oh, hey, um, say I, th- I think something's wrong." And if they were, you know, real good at hoodooing people, they would probably just be like, "Nope, it wasn't us." I'd be like, "Okay, you're right. It wasn't you? See you guys. Sorry about. Sorry to to annoy you. Sorry to take up your time." But now this See, is. I don't like. I don't like uh, confrontation either. Is at least to start it. But if it's already started up, I'm going to have some fun with it. <laughs> But now, see, this is coming from a guy that even when the telemarketers call and I know it's a telemarketer, I still let them do their spiel, and, and I don't come back with anything mean. Like I even got a couple today uh, of people trying to sell me like XM radio. And they were like, "Hey, the vehicle you bought used to have this, and we want to give you this deal." And I let them do their thing, and I'm just like, oh, no, I'm not really interested. They're like, oh, is it because it costs too much? I'm like, no, it's actually a great price. Uh, if you're wanting that service, I, you guys are making a heck of a deal. Um, you know, that would be a I great... <laughs> yeah, they're like, is, is there is there any way we could make this better for you? And I was like, no, that... Um, I don't, uh, I don't want that. I don't want to pay $5 a month. And they're like, well, you don't. You pay $25... And it equals out to being five dollars a month, and I'm like, no, see, I don't, I don't want to do that at all, like either. And they're like, what do you listen to uh, while you're driving? And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I listen to podcasts, you know, that are free, uh, that don't cost anything to download. 
Um, and I just listen to podcast. Actually, you might want to check out my podcast um, <laughs> at Well Dad Gum Pod. Yeah, I need to come up with something funny when they start calling me like that. I knew one guy from around here that we were talking about that, and he's like, "We know what I do." I was like, "What?" He said, "Well, I let them go through their whole thing, and then they're like, well, do you want to do you want to take us up on this offer?'" And he's like, "Well, no, but since you took some of my time." Could I take some of your time to talk about the good Lord Jesus Christ? And then they would hang up immediately. So he was like, it was a win-win. Either I got to tell him about Jesus or I get off the phone. So, <laughs> If they want to stay and listen, I get a minister a little bit. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, yeah, I've had a few friends that really take it to, an ex- to, take it to a degree of like really giving them a hard time. Uh, I find it better if you can be witty, if if the wittiness comes to you really quickly, to be witty and go with that. Because um, sometimes you might even get a good laugh out of them. Um, and like when I was telling them, like, no, this is a great deal. Like, uh, you know, what you're offering is is superb. Uh, even from the internet company, they called today doing the same thing. And I was like, no, it's a great deal. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't want that. <laughs> It's like, you know how you're saying it's only this much a month? I don't want to pay anything. Like, um, like, well, you can get seven days for free. And I'm like, ah, but see, then it might be so good that I want to buy it after that. And I don't want to take that chance because I'm a sucker for a good deal. <laughs> you're like, here's the thing. I like podcasts so much. Even if I got that for zero dollars a month, I still may not use it. <laughs> And, and what is the deal? It's just not for me. And, and you know what really grinds my gears? Um, the people that have been calling me with these telemarketer deals, normally you'll get someone from India uh, or from another country, and it's broken English, uh, things like that. Here lately, I've been getting guys like us. Now, when I say guys like us, I'm talking about our people and not how you hear me speaking right now, very articulate and clear. I'm meaning... Hey, sir, how you today? I tell you what, I got you a deal that's gonna it's gonna rock your boots and knock your socks off, sir. Um, and literally, this is the type of guys that have been calling me, and I'm like, how did you get a job where your job is to talk to people, and you sound like this right here, and you, and you're going on? Well, now, sir, let me tell you one thing right here now, real good. You're like Billy John. Is that you? <laughs> I lived up to holler from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? How'd you get into this line of work? I tell you what, shoot. <laughs> well, here's my theory on that. How many times have you heard people say, well, they're calling me on these things, I can't understand a word they're saying. So maybe they're catching on to that, and they're like, okay, we'll get some of these people, and we'll target them towards those those areas. <laughs> and maybe they'll be more likely to, to bite on the offer. Yeah. Because they'll be like, that's just a good old boy. I'll, you know, I, I, I may give that deal a chance there. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This guy said, it says his his stats say he's from eastern Kentucky. Hey, Jethro, come out here, man. We need you to call this guy. <laughs> and it does it does and win I me over. Call in two weeks. <laughs> it does win me over a little bit. It's like, I, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, this, this, I like the way this guy sounds. And there's a part of me that wants to be, now, where are you from? You know, that... <laughs> Cause I might have been there. Every time I hear somebody with a little bit of a southern accent, I'm like, 
Where are you from, man? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's a lot of our our folks get that a lot when they work in any type of customer service. I know they they hear that accent, or with me anyway, being in Northern Kentucky, people hear my accent. And they're like, where, where are you from? And I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm gonna start giving them new places, just lying to them. I'm from I'm from South Arlington, or. Uh, <laughs> thing is you know people from our area like i saw a study that was showing you could tell where somebody's from by uh how fast they talk and if they talk slower you can almost get guess they're in a small town so people in a small town they have more time and they're just like oh man i got all day to talk let's blab about you know the most minuscule detail <laughs> yeah well you know the other day i was checking my eggs on my chickens because see i raised chickens and uh <laughs> which is a more common thing now than ever was before so anyway so yeah customer service and like you said that job didn't last long thankfully it would have been better had that job lasted a little bit longer just so we had more stories to talk about on the podcast <laughs> dealing with people buying used tires and trying to justify uh, quality of service <laughs> In my current job, I'm getting some pretty pretty good stories so far, so we might be able to bring some of those up. <laughs> yeah, take a journal to work and just start writing <laughs> things down. Um, start recording everything and then going back and writing about it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't wait to get my good friend on that works in a food stamp office in eastern Kentucky. Um, he calls me. He calls me at least once a week or so, and he's like, I've got a story for you. And he'll tell me the five to ten minute story of what he dealt with that day. And man... I can't wait to have him on because there are some stories that will just rock your world. Well, I'm dealing with a lot of the same people, so over time, I'm sure I'll get a few more, too. <laughs> I mean, one, one day, a security guard uh, was there working, and he was a quite obese man, uh, quite a large fella, and everyone comes running in and says, you've got to look outside, and let's just let's call him Jed. Uh, they said, Jed is outside with his shirt off doing a photo shoot for God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is out there with his like security belt with his gun and stuff with his shirt off, you know, posing up against a light pole like hey, you know, like and the photographer was loving it. It's like, give it to me. Yeah, I love what you're giving to me. Just keep doing you. Um so yeah, when well, I get... <laughs> uh, a little quick one on a note similar like that. Um a lady we both know that uh used to work at a courthouse who, who shall rena- remain nameless <laughs> yes nameless but one day i was talking to her and i was like so i know a lot of people come in there to uh get married and stuff what's the craziest thing you've ever seen happen there she goes well one day you know they, this couple come in and got married and you know i always like to take a picture of them because I think everybody should have a wedding picture. Oh, yeah. So I ran back to get my camera. I'm on the way out, and uh, I heard a gunshot. The woman had shot the man no more than they had got out of the courthouse. <laughs> so, wow. I'm sure that one didn't last. Yeah, I'm, well, and they probably didn't sign a prenup, uh, so she was like, well, I've got it now. I'm getting all his check. <laughs> and, and when I say that, Zach and I... 
names. Yeah, Zach and I understand when I say getting all of his check, that's usually because most of our folks, our people, uh, draw some type of check from the government. And um, Yeah, we have a lot of artists. Yeah, yeah, a lot of artists that draw checks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I remember the expression that people used to say, uh, like, hey, what are you going to do now that you don't have a job? And like, well, I'm going to, what was it they used to say? I'm going to climb up a banana tree and swear I'm picking pineapples and uh, hope for my crazy check. Which isn't an official term. It's not a crazy check. But when you're not mentally stable, you can draw a check from the government. Uh, so back home, it's just simply called the crazy check. Um, so if you don't, if you don't think you got all your marbles, you should check into it. It's a it's a decent portion of money that comes in for free. So all right. Well, um, we went past our little mark there of what we were shooting for. Uh, I do appreciate your story, Zach. Uh, it's always a fun time to get to talk to you. Um, if you guys are wanting to get in contact with Zach, uh, you can't because uh, he has no social media. One thing I admire about my good friend, uh, he's held strong and keeping away from the social meds. Um, can't can't really do that in this line of, uh, of I guess you could call this work, because uh, you got to get in contact with folks. Um, that's how I've got 100 subscribers, you know? You're never going to get subscribers, Zach, until you hit social media. That's okay. I'll just piggyback off your podcast. There you go, man. Ride, ride my <laughs> coattails of success, and uh, I'll make you famous one day. One day. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you for sharing your stories. This is really fun for me. Uh, we'll definitely have you back on again sometime to share some more fun stories. And uh, if you guys have any comments you want to make about this uh, episode, hit us up on the social medias like we were saying in the beginning, at WellDagumPod. Uh, feel free to comment on the open page of uh, Facebook. Feel free to comment on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, glad to get a thread going with you to talk about these things if you have a disagreement. If you're the lady that was very upset and wishing bad things on Zach, I'll let you know nothing bad has happened to him yet. Um, so your wishes went in vain. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> oh, probably, probably one of the many people that says, "What's a podcast?" But um, exactly, yeah. So hopefully, we'll get in contact with her someday to uh, to let her re- rebut uh, or give a rebuttal uh, on the story that you shared. But uh, again, man, thanks again for being on the show, and uh, we'll get this episode out to the folks, and uh, they can tell us what they think about it. So. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for talking with me, man. We'll talk to you again real soon, all right? All right, buddy. Thanks for having me on. All right, we'll see you.